enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all, all things, things geek. All things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. My name is Monica, and I will be your host as we share some roundtable interviews with the boys' showrunner, Eric Kripke, and actor Carl Urban, who plays Billy Butcher. Hi, my question is for the both of you. Uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff that's happening this season. I mean, there's always something crazy, but without too many spoilers, what are you most excited for audiences to see this season? Honestly, I, I mean, I, I, I'm most excited, despite, all, you know, look, there's all that crazy in the show, obviously, and it's, it's um, and it is certainly like completely bananas. But <clears throat> honestly, I'm most excited to see for people to see like how these characters develop and they they all go through like such a ringer this year and the stakes are so high and and it and it's so much more intense um that you know that to me is the stuff that i think ultimately keeps people coming back you know um i mean the shocking stuff is great and crazy and water cooler moments but um but you know, I learned a long time ago that when you're in TV, you're in the character business and, and it's my job to addict you to these characters. And if I can, the show will work. And if I can't, the show won't. Um, so I'm just excited for people to see and like everyone, you know, all the actors, the whole cast, you know, Carl and the entire cast, they like, they so bring their A game every season, but especially this season. And, and just watching how much they throw themselves into their roles is, is, is something I'll never take for granted. I'm most looking forward to an audience uh, seeing um, which side of the fence characters will, uh, will fall upon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every character has a, a choice to make whether they're gonna join the fight and which side they're gonna fight on. And, you know, the, and the wonderful thing about this season is that it puts characters together who haven't worked together before. Uh, so you get sort of interesting, fresh uh, dynamisms occurring uh, and, uh, and, and, and just sort of, uh, I think, diving deeper into these characters and, and into the heart of it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for audiences to see that. Uh, hello. Uh, first of all, you two, thank you so much for visiting with me. I'm Joel Amos from The Movie Mensch. Uh, congratulations on a show that just keeps getting better and better and better and better. Oh, thanks. Thank thanks a lot. And I have no idea where you can go from here because, my gosh, you just blew me away. Um, my question uh, is for Mr. Urban. I've uh, actually talked to you since uh, I think the first time was 2012 in Toronto for Judge Dredd um, 10 years ago, which I can't that believe. Movie. That movie rocked. Rocks. Yeah, big time. But um, I was going to say fucks, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so my question is actually, you've played a lot of different characters, showing a lot of different range. Um, but I don't think there's been a character quite like Butcher out there for anybody to tackle. And what was it initially that you liked about tackling that character? And now that you're three seasons in, what is your favorite part of playing that character? Well, I think my initial attraction to Butcher, uh, well, it was primarily in the first episode or two that I read. Um, I, I identified this kind of Machiavellian character who had a 
charm and a charisma about him, but then was also um, uh, uh, absolutely, uh, I guess, uh, obsessed and driven to um, achieve re revenge. So fundamentally, he is on a moral morally bankrupt road. And I was drawn into his ability to uh, coerce all of those around him into <laughs> helping him achieve his goals, which in a way is kind of like his own superpower. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and then beyond that, it was, I guess it was meeting with uh, Eric and Evan and Seth. And then it was pretty, pretty clear to me um, within the first few minutes of, of meeting Crip that, uh, that it, that a, he was a straight shooter and B that we were, we were going to have a lot of fun. And so from there I was, I was like, sign me up. And, uh, you know, he's been, he has proven to be that. And the show has proven to be one of the most amazing experiences of my career to be able to have the opportunity to uh, explore a character uh, in, in, I guess, in a, in a format or a medium that unfolds over, you know, multiple episodes as opposed to just a short window in, in, a, in a feature film or something. Uh, you get the luxury of time. And with that, I think, come, come the rewards of um, connecting with the character. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, question for Carl. Um, how was he exploring a more broken and deranged side of Butcher? Oh, oh, thank you. That's a, it was a good question. It was a, I, I won't lie. It was a, a definitely a, a huge challenge. There was so much going on for Butcher this season, uh, mentally, physically. Um, and, uh, you know, the scenes with Ryan um, were uh, both tender and sweet and they brought out some, you know, some compassion in Butcher that we haven't quite seen before. And then also ultimately um, just the, the, the sort of tragedy of, of that relationship that was a challenge to play and it was difficult to play. Um, but uh, I just feel that, uh, you know, uh, I, this season's probably been my most challenging yet. And I really enjoyed um, getting to explore the, the superpowers. Um, I've been, been, we've had this conversation with Kripke for a couple of seasons now going, Come, there's only so much we can play the, the blackmail card. <laughs> we, we have to level the playing field and, yeah. and, um, you know, in true in true crypt fashion, and and with the writers, it's like, we, you know, Butcher does get to level the playing field, but it comes at a cost, mm -hmm. uh, a high personal cost in terms of pain and ramifications for everyone around. So, um, it, it really is that um, that sort of moral dilemma: Are you willing to turn yourself into the, a demon in order to defeat a demon? And if you do, what is the cost? And every character has to make that choice this season. Mm -hmm. Uh, hi, um, this question is for Eric. Um, there's there's a musical number in this season that I admit I freaking love that whole musical number. Yeah. Um, what was, how long did it take to kind of like get that whole thing together? And did you have to like edit anything out or something that just didn't work with that musical number? No, no, I mean, it was, uh, uh, thanks for asking. Um, I, you know, you'd be surprised by how, you know, dark the voice is, but like, I love Hollywood musicals. Like it's, it's a genre that, you know, I completely love. Um, and I was like dying to get a musical number into the show. We actually tried in season two in the script stage and, and, and it was going to be a number for 
Karen, but we never could quite pull it together and it wasn't right to the story and it sort of fell away. So I've always had my eye on doing it. And, and this season, you know, we sort of found the perfect story opportunity to, to, to do it. Um, but then you actually have to pull it off, right? So like the composer, I mean, it, it has to go off like clockwork. You know, the composer needs to write like exactly the right length of this, you know, edit together. You know, it's a classic Hollywood song that has to edit it to exactly the right length. And then um, our choreographer, Amy, who was just brilliant, like then had to get Karen and Tomer like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of choreography, plus all the background dancers, plus that's really Karen singing. I mean, not live, but we recorded it, but that's really her. And she does all of her own singing this year. And so you have to bring all of these elements together. Then you have to shoot it. You have to shoot it like a classic Hollywood musical with cranes and overhead shots. And, and, and uh, Nelson, our director, did such a fabulous job with that. And, and so you have to bring all of that together and make it work. So after we worked that hard on all of those elements, like there was no way I was cutting any of it down because like we busted so much ass to pull that off. Um, and I love it. It's just, it's, it puts such a smile on your face. Um, I love that, like, for as dark as, and cynical as the show can be, there's these, like, relationships and little beating hearts in the show that are so pure. And I think Frenchie and Kamiko are one of them. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.